0: top five challenges
1: top five challenges
0: so yeah I th- I, my challenge to you is to find some nostalgic cartoons that could be made into films yeah. Basically. This, you uh, this was good wasn't it? This is you you wanted to do. That Usually when we when we record we do it on the fly sometimes don't we? we it's on the fly. Yeah. And uh, I think we were stumped a little bit and I thought this is what I'm going to have in my back pocket. Uh, on the off chance Matthew can't think of a top five for me because <laughs> I would love to do this and as it happens I gave it away because I'm, I'm a giving kind of person. I, like you, I gave you this fantastic challenge because I think it's what? brilliant. Cuz I love I love Rewatching intros and listening to theme tunes to like early '80s or there, '90s there some, cartoons.
1: Um, great cartoon. I mean, not to say there aren't now. I mean, t- I mean these days are they're also amazing.
0: It's cars. too many, <laughs> <laughs> and we're too old to watch them. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Love, Death, and Robots. I don't
0: know if that would make um. No, no. <laughs> Saturday morning TV. <laughs> Interesting enough with Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, I can't find any reviews for that series anyway Like any, any podcasts about it any kind of you know twitter chat about it oh really i mean there's loads of Twitter about it. If you just you know use the hashtag, but yeah. you'd think that there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of TV blogs and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I can't read any reviews about what people think. So I don't really know how I feel about it. Still, <laughs> this is an off-topic chat, but yeah. So. anyway, yeah. I think,
1: t- I think I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sticking with off um, So, from an anime fan, it it really harks back
0: to those yeah. sort
1: of like Legend of the Overfiendy. I mean, they are not PC corrects, but no. they are interesting and visually vibrant.
0: Yeah, have you seen them all?
1: Uh, not all, but most.
0: I couldn't stop watching them. And once I'd no. started it, it was they were on. I think I maybe skipped the last two and watched them the next do, day. I had a
1: do you, do you know the one where, um, there's more time than this one, but the Deep Space Sleep and he wakes up. and Yes. Is that fully CG or is that...
0: That's fully CG.
1: Because that face is amazing.
0: Yeah. The one I didn't think was quite...
1: See, the reflection on it was just, and the eyes—they didn't. She didn't have dead fish eyes. Which
0: no, no. The, oh, the, the you know uncanny valley kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, they, it's amazing. It uh, I know. Incredible. Uh, the the one I thought maybe was a bit of both live action and cartoon was the one with the the the, the aircraft that was lucky or unlucky, and the pilot kept doing the same run all the time on that. And that she was an actress that's been in a film. Uh,
1: well, one of them was definitely Rotoscope, though. Yeah, 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 second or third
0: one. Too. But it was interesting. the
1: uh, Circular Murder. That was that was cool, but it was
0: borderline oh. porn. Um, that's that was my biggest problem about it. I mean, I think. It was. It was just a little bit um, too lurid. Yeah,
1: interesting story, and it was amazing to.
0: There was no need for to have the amount of nudity they had in the whole series. There was. I found it. A little bit sort of, you know, yeah. But anyway, uh, so the the, the one that's what
1: we have to do on this podcast is quickly sneak
0: in, (laughs) sneak in a review. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we'll get sent to the next, um, I don't know, viewings. Viewings, oh, they won't let us. The overlords hate us. As soon as we
1: get clickbaited on top five, then we're out.
0: Anyway, number five,
1: I've gone with Bravestar.
0: Oof. Straight away, you the good ones. Brave Star? Brave <laughs> Star? <laughs> um, yeah,
1: Speed of the Puma. Yeah, Strength Check. of the Bear. Check. Eyes of the Hawk. Check. Speed of the Puma. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you started. Yeah. Brain. What do
0: I have? Ears of the Wolf. Ears of the Wolf. <laughs> 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 well, wow, what a great one. What what what's what attracted you to this one? This is um, why.
1: <laughs> again, I think uh, it's just the fact that we can do this now. Yeah, yeah. You can make this absolutely seamless and it's got everything you need there. Space. Yeah. CGI elements. Yeah. A good character. Mm-hmm. You know, no whitewashing. No, nope. I want a proper, yeah, Native American mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, it'd just be
1: fantastic.
0: What's the name of the the, the, the horse Twenty Twenty? In it Twenty Twenty. What's the name of 2020's It's gun? I can't remember. Sarah Jane. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the little uh, prairie dog guy. Hey, prairie dog. <laughs> 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 and you've got uh, Tex-Hex which is Tex the baddie is bad. uh, yeah, and there's some, a proper bad guy he was quite bad looking wasn't he yeah. yeah I love that cartoon and yeah you're right I think it's a He-Man-y kind of th- premise in terms of like but more interesting yeah yeah, yeah. I mean much. it's set on a dusty planet and there's all that kind of dystopian-y type stuff about it so you've got organic and machine yeah. mashed together
1: yeah, um, yeah, i uh, drawn to I'm um, a big fan of Firefly Serenity and that that, when I watched Five Wives, it weirdly reminded me of Bravestar because it had that mash up of like proper Wild West type things. They had like yeah. family settlers, wagon trains, but spaceships. You know, yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. It was yeah. And just to have that again is it, Well just,
0: that's the good thing about a Western. A Western can be set any, any kind of time, yeah. at any kind of time, uh, any kind of uh isn't it?
1: Like yeah,
0: great choice. I didn't think that was one you would go for, but now, now you've said it. Yeah, that was a fantastic one. Then that's, that's number five. Jesus Christ. I'm gonna have you a moment.
1: Might be the hanky.
0: <laughs> right, so number four. Thundercats. Jesus. Hang <laughs> on a second.
1: Thundercats are-
0: tell me oh, <laughs> i love this i love this already tell, for, tell me about it why
1: so why not <laughs> yeah
0: well this hasn't they been talking about this for years cats
1: have been and I, i've seen fake posters yeah and all sorts for this and
0: brad pitt as liono and God, stuff oh, like oh, that <laughs> <too> old now. <laughs> yeah
1: um but yeah it's just such a great again it's just a good story hmm. uh, about they could do the whole bring it to earth thing so it's kind of allusions to that yeah yeah, um, yeah but you got like um, Mum Ra
0: the ever living
1: a big bad and the great thing about it is he's got like two levels of bad Yes. So he's just like, and then he becomes the ever living. Mumra.
0: Mumra. Yeah. What's this? In the... Ancient spirits
1: of evil <laughs> transform this decaying form to Mumra,
0: the ever living. Yeah. Was always
1: something that would get me as a child.
0: I was like, yeah. I just enjoyed it. No, I think it was Mumra as. As the mummy and mummer is like this big bad living, beasty yeah, kind yeah, of thing. It's like a different name. Um, He's fantastic, very scary villain.
1: Yeah, and Schnark. Schnarf, Schnarr, Schnarf. lion
0: And you got Wily Cat and Wily Kit. So uh, something for the for I the kids. About those two actually. Yeah. Who was your favourite? Well, cat Puma. Who? Panther. <laughs> Up on I f- Do you know who I feel like I am now? You know, you watch The, the Office and you got the IT, the IT guy and he's like, have you seen uh, Way of the Dragon? No, you <laughs> haven't because that was so-and-so. Like, <laughs> Puma? Uh, sorry, who's Puma? You must mean Panthro. <laughs> Panthro <laughs> was was badass he, he was, was badass. so cool he had
1: nunchucks yeah, yeah yeah nunchuck people are always my
0: favorite people anyone with the nunchucks but not just nunchucks with little panthery heads yeah, on the he ends was of even, them was the of the old yeah and he had uh he had the panther buggy whatever was the panther yeah, car yeah he was the mechanic guy yeah you can make anything and uh you got um oh i had a crush on Chitara. that's weird i've got to say wow she was fast and uh, oh,
1: athletic, what the fuck,
0: <laughs> fast and athletic, that's and that's um, what drew you to the. It's not. It's not. Un- it's, it's not uncommon for people to have a little bit of a crush on cartoon characters. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take your own bits. Self grooming is important. Um, <laughs> so yeah no uh, I'll finish this half off love <laughs> did you think did you go as did you go as far as casting did you go as far as casting or did you just was it too much for you you kind of spent after you realised <laughs> yeah, Thundercats I'm done <laughs> pencil, da- <laughs> <strange>. pencil down pencil <laughs> down
1: I am done <laughs>
0: scene uh, no no it's uh, too hard no I, I, uh, yeah
1: no it's gonna I, I'd like a bunch of unknowns for this because um, it helps I think with these because a lot of the time sometimes you get hung up with who's that mm. oh have I seen him in that before or, oh yeah no yeah. God, I like that, would, that
0: I've got another question for you would you do this fully animated like a like a proper CGI no, like, no, avatar no. type affair no
1: no it'd be live actors,
0: live actors. made up with yeah. makeup, prosthetics or enhanced, yeah, like battle, an, battle Angel type thing. Yeah. mocap.
1: Yeah. Fuck I it like it the look of that. So like the Radio Player One type. Yeah, yeah, effects yeah. and stuff, that way you've got the eye pathos.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> always got that problem. Now, with Chitaro deep into oh, eyes. You know. But the thing is, is it, it worked with, I mean, it didn't work, I guess, very well, but Transformers made the leap yes. and it's now a massive franchise. Mm, oh, sorry, yes. yeah, it's bad, and, yeah. and I, I mean, I think obviously it's getting better, but uh, with the Bumblebee thing, but only because it's gone back to like the nostalgia of the 80s, which is what everyone yeah. wants. But, um, this, this is I don't is, think
1: you need the nostalgia with this cake it's it's full on,
0: yeah. But you've got a you've got a trilogy, yeah. You? Basically, you've got a story arc it's that could, you want to run them. yeah. Okay, I'll give you let's green light that one, can't get any better than that. Number three, Centurions. Jesus Christ.
2: In the near future, Doc Terror and his cyborg companion hacker unleash their forces to conquer Earth. Only one force can stop this evil a handful of brave men. In specially created exoframes, they can be transported anywhere to fuse with incredible assault weapon systems beamed down from the space station Skybolt becoming man and machine, power extreme. Max Ray, brilliant sea operations commander. Jake Rockwell, rugged land operations specialist. Ace McLeod, daring air operations expert.
1: Whatever
0: the challenge, they are ready. The Centurions! Centurions. This is a little bit more obscure, isn't it?
1: This this was... Uh, yeah, I had to uh, re-look this up. This, I, I remember the cartoon, probably not as detailed as you from this conversation we've so had. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I just used to love this fucking cartoon. And um, especially your journey through the cartoon, because... So, to explain, you had these three... Guys, you probably remember their names.
0: No, I don't remember their names, yeah. unfortunately. No names. Actually, I can probably say because
1: <laughs> I did that basically now. Um, so yeah, you would basically have a water guy, yeah, an air guy, yeah, and a land guy, yeah. And they were battling the forces of evil, mm-hmm. and to help them on their way, they would have these special suits. But the suits themselves weren't particularly special. They just had little bolts on them. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but they would go power extreme, shoot, and then. Would attachments would form onto them to, uh, and they'd have different names. Yeah. So yeah, you'd have all the Doom bots. So you had Max Ray, yeah, Sea Operations Commander. One of his things was called Cruiser. So so yeah, so Cruiser, Total Blast, Death Charger, and Sea Bat, his four costumes. Yeah, yeah. That would attach and do different things. Yeah, and like. As you can see, so the Jake Rockwell rugged land operations fire force wild weasel. I remember that one. That was awesome. That was just like yeah, like a, a bike, detonator, hornet, Swingshot, Ace McCloud, Sky Knight, orbital interceptor, Skybolt, Strato Strike.
0: They sound awesome, awesome that, don't they?
1: Did you see that? Look, Rex charges. These, these extra guys.
0: Extended team.
1: Fuck me, lame, John
0: Thunder. What so, a great name.
1: Yeah. So then they basically become like a little submarine or a, a land truck thing with these things attached to it. So for the first few episodes, you'd watch this, and every time where there'd be a new one. So you'd see, like, eight episodes of this before you'd seen half of the fucking things they could turn into.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is, so it had, it had legs in it, because obviously it's a bit like Mask, um, where they would...
1: Mask was nearly on the list.
0: Because oh, that had the more the longer the series went on, the more characters they'd introduce more baddies yeah. and goodies. And you just, you just hooked. I guess it's sort of like get you to buy the toys. Cause I had, I had one of these guys, I think I had the water guy. Um uh, And yeah, he, he would have bits that you would stick on him. A bit like, um, it's kind of a little bit like Iron Man in terms of, you know, in the late swings where he calls yeah. for Veronica and he gets an extension to yes. the suit and stuff like yes. that. And yeah, and you would, you know, make the shape of a car and uh, wheels would come on him and he would, you know, yeah, yeah but um, really awesome. And they looked really, I mean, and it's a bit cheesy because um, I guess it was very American in terms of uh, the, yeah. the, 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 way that the, 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 the main characters were portrayed and they were, you know, chisel jawed, uh, real yeah. all American kind of guys. So,
1: and I think for casting for this one, hmm. go to the comedy action room. But yeah. You, but yeah. the rock, yeah, Tatum yeah. and John Cena.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would work. That would work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of muscle on screen. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Number two, though. Let's go to number, number two. two
1: um, I realised I've been a bit um, action heavy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So far, but so good, far. in a good way.
1: I, something, um, I went with the raccoons. Yes. This is the Evergreen Forest
2: quiet, peaceful, serene. That is, until Bert Raccoon wakes up. <coughs> Luckily, he has some good friends to help him out. Life would be simple in the forest, except for... Cyril Sneer And his life would be simple except for The Raccoons
1: Especially now (laughs) because it had um, a very environmental story
0: Yeah it was a good message
1: um, Add a, a, a strong, bold message. Cyril Snare. Cyril Snare, yeah, He would do anything for a quick buck and was always looking to pollute.
0: He's Trump, wasn't he, basically? He's
1: basically Trump. <laughs> but, and so the raccoons would uh, thwart him at every turn with uh, their wild. Hey! Hey, my raccoon! I'm <laughs> <laughs> <And>, um, <laughs> just going to do voices at you, this. Um, Cedric Cedric you know, Cedric um, would, would, it, Occasionally they'd have these beautiful moments of pathos between Cyril and Cedric where Cedric was trying to stop his dad being a massive c-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bird song <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, I know what you mean you always thought oh, does he love his son yeah. <laughs> and
1: I think the, the thing that came out of the cartoon is that he ever did he, lo- he loved his son just slightly more than he loved his money because he'd never really want to let his son down yeah, um, but this would have to be like Smurfs kind of mocap, maybe a mixture of humans
0: and um, CGI, because they were such a distinctive. Yeah, there were no humans in this at all. Or no, basically, no. They did, the humans didn't exist. This is animals. Yeah,
1: Cyril was the
0: human. Yes, I guess so. What was course, he? An anteater? Uh, was he an anteater type he was thing? A I don't know what the fuck that was. He had like a snouty nose, like a trunk type thing, didn't he? Yeah, I think they were. I think he was an aardvark or a. Um, or an anteater. It's pink though. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> and he had like three pigs, didn't he? That was helping. Oh sure. Yes. Yeah, like three pigs that or was like henchmen, but they didn't really do. They are rubbish. Mm-hmm. That's obviously all henchmen are. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah, I like that. one I think it would work. And it, well, it would be a challenge for a, for a film, but it would, be, yeah, as you say, to bring it up to date.
1: Yeah, he's got a good ball message there. You could even do that thing where they where they did the mouse and a few other cartoons where they kind of crossed that line. They, Break out from you know celluloids into the yeah. our world and realise that we
0: fucked us up too. Um, maybe worse. Deep man, that's deep. Idea, so. so that's number two. That's number two.
1: Number one.
0: Number one.
1: Children of the sun. Someday soon you will become at your destiny. Holds the secret, holds the. Secret. Someday you will find the cities of
0: gold. I went as high as you. The cities of gold.
1: <laughs> the mysterious
0: city. cities of gold.
2: Every day, every day, night With the condor in flight With all your friends in tow You search for the cities alone
0: Did you ever finish this no. series?
1: <laughs> That's like when it's making it into a film, you the fuck it what
0: A long film. Um there was aliens in this. Did you ever see the ones with the aliens in no. it? There was the there little was pink alien so guys. was
1: to unpick in this thing. It was kind of, it was manga, wasn't it? It was an anime.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Title, and it had these these three um so uh, plots is there's three children Brought together from different backgrounds There were certain mis- uh, The Mysterious cities of Gold In a giant golden condor, condor.
0: Um, s- Ship I don't know what it did thing. I remember when the first time Sometimes we- it did special shit And blew stuff up Yeah because it would have The energy of the sun Yeah yeah mm. When you, you don't see it straight away You get that kind of like Halfway through You have to wait for the condor it's ages Because you see it in the opening credits And you're thinking What? That's cool, but you don't actually get it. Not for ages, <laughs> yeah. it. I remember the first time I saw the the condo, I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> My special purpose. So yeah, it ran for a long time. When we talked about this. Maybe when we talked about Masters of the Universe, and we talked about how many episodes 39. you would get. Thirty-nine episodes.
1: Like you say, it's ages. There's probably one that's called. I found a fucking golden condor.
0: Secret <laughs> of Solaris and New Continent. Um, th- yeah, it ran, it, it felt like it was, it ran for, for ages. But this
1: is something we referred to before. You used to have once a week. Yes. And if you missed it, that was it. Yeah. You were yeah. fucked.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't, you, there was no catch up. You'd have to go, <laughs> did you see... What did, did they find the condor? Um, and they were about 20 minutes long, maybe as well. They were longish episodes, they weren't like like a 10 minute, 50 minute cartoon. It was this would be a just one standalone no, film. No, it's gonna have to be at least a trilogy, a trilogy, yeah, with a real big at payoff at the end.
1: They wouldn't find a condor to the second film,
0: yeah, yeah. Condor's got to be like at least right at the end, like Luke Skywalker and The Force Awakens. You get a hint of him, yeah, and then that's it, game over. <gasps> what was that? It's the condor, but for that, what? No.
1: No, I've been on the post since fucking Food One <laughs> because of the Golden
0: Condor, 18. Episode 18.
1: Episode 18, it came in by
0: the looks of things. Maiden Flight of the Great Condor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, it was very good, and I did enjoy it, and even though I maybe didn't have a, a clue what was going on yeah, in it.
1: You probably missed three episodes yeah,
0: because yeah. of life. All I remember is there was... A, towards right at the end when they got to the city there was a lot of aliens little alien yeah. creatures in it and that, that seemed to be a bit strange but um, I, I never saw the end and to this day I have no idea how, again, how it you went I
1: mean like, like my pick of the other films that we did once a lot of this is selfish I just want to see the end of it
0: yeah <laughs> just want to see the end of it shall we fuck off the Movie Bunker podcast and do like Eighties, nineties cartoon (laughs) nostalgia fest. I just read out Wikipedia for an half an hour or an hour. I just
1: think it would ruin it for us. Yeah, the nostalgia fest would be
0: gone for us. Nostalgia pod. Well, that's probably the best one of the best top fives because I think I, I think I would have. You could write a top twenty, couldn't you? Quite easily. There was enough. There's so much to go on.
1: You could have just gone top five action. Top five you could do top 5 80s cartoon where the main character has multiple powers <laughs> yeah
0: that was the thing wasn't it uh, they went for how many top 5s can we physically do this is
1: something I asked myself Dave <laughs> and um
0: right so it's, it's my turn then Matthew it's your turn next oh you know so we're, we're scraping the barrel for ideas now, aren't we? So suggestions, <laughs> <laughs> Top fives, yeah.
1: So my challenge to you, Chris, um, is uh, top five sequels that were never made. Brilliant. If we were to draw a graph of my process, of
2: my method, something like this. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, action. You shall not pass. Cut! Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian.
1: So you challenged me to a top five. I challenged you to a top
0: five sequels that I've never made. Here's the top five. <laughs> Here's the top five. So those who listen to this podcast a regular basis will know that what we do is to talk about critically panned movies. Mm. But with this podcast, or this, this a little. Little, we talk about some other stuff, um, good it, stuff. It's our way of um, geeking out, I guess, would you cool. say? It's our chance to have an opinion about something. So I've chosen my top five films that have not had a sequel, but should have done. But should have done, okay? Should have, could have, woulda. And these are in no particular order. I like yours, yours are never in a particular. Well, order. I like them all. See, shitting on your parade. I like them all. And Take that, you bastard! <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's do this shit. Right, go. So we're in at number five. Good start. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Now listen. <laughs> This was released in 2004, directed by Jared Hess, and starring John Hader. The great John Hader, who did a yep. couple of movies after Napoleon Dynamite and then has disappeared subsequently. I only
1: saw one, and he did basically a Napoleon Dynamite impression in it, and that's yeah. the only reason worth watching the film. I'm like, 100% parched. Can I get a cooler or something? A cooler?
0: The Napoleon Dynamite... I tried to do a quote there for you. It couldn't come out quick enough. Um is instantly, is a quotable classic, isn't it? Oh, stunning film. And I never thought, I didn't think I would like it, because it didn't look like, I hadn't, like, got into these movies, these kind of little independent comedies. It was one of the first kind of this kind that I'd seen. It's an MTV film as well, which didn't bode well when it came
1: out. I was like, oh, God, an MTV. But it's got a great soundtrack. I remember just guffawing all
0: the way through this film. It never lost any of its charm.
1: And I still get highly motivated when I hear the Penguin Cafe, which are music for a found harmonium. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a
0: great bit of music. Yeah. But the character's amazing. His family are amazing. Every scene in that film is just bonkers and brilliant. I love the film. I just think it hit that character needed another vehicle it needed to, more legs it needed the thing is as well is,
1: is the length of time doesn't matter because we can just make him an adult now and cuz he's still
0: going to be weird and yeah. awkward and brilliant i just would have liked to have seen him just doing everyday stuff you know like trying when you when he gets a, a job, job. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know getting his chapstick and stuff like that um well, great great film and just a shame it just didn't have legs and it's a cult classics now sure that's gotta happen still that's gotta happen I doubt it I mean so, John Hedder's not busy uh, no he's not he's I'm sure up. he's not shooting a Blades of Glory sequel he's got an identical twin wow mm-hmm. so that was number five <laughs> okay. Number number Oh, I appear the number five just in case you thank know. you number I will commission it thank you number four district nine Oh yeah uh, Released in 2009 Directed by The great Neil Blom- Blomkamp Although I suppose The great Neil Blomkamp Might be a bit of a stretch He's Blomkamp. kind of Had a couple kind of Failures uh, or Yeah it, it's,
1: it's Two films after that Were very So obvious In yeah. the political undertoning um, It just made it I don't know, jarring, I yeah. think.
0: But um, starring Shalto Copley, who's gone on to do other stuff, and it's kind of his and one of his main muses, I guess, in his films. Mm. But um, I just loved this film. It was absolutely brilliant. Based on like a, his YouTube short film that he'd made, um, a lot of the hits and, and sort of beats off that short film are carried over into like the, the feature-length yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, it's got great creature effects that are done on a a tiny budget the storylines and everything about it's gritty when you watch it you can almost taste the sand when you're watching it do you know what I mean taste the prawn dusty the prawns you fucking prawn (laughs) fuck you prawn and um, the political under undertones of it all everything about it the asylum seekers and everything it's absolutely amazing and in the end if you remember he he, he accidentally gets uh, ill or or scratched or infected and starts to turn into a a, prawn a a prawn itself Uh, Christopher Christopher calm down man calm down (laughs) you fucking prawn but it had it was brutal movie it was brutal really hard to watch but um, I absolutely loved it and there's no reason why this can't be redone oh not redone but not uh, redone uh, but to have a lovely—I don't know—I don't know, I don't know what, where it would go, but I could just see the story evolving.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: there's certainly scope there. I mean, they,
1: they could—they uh, could do the classic crocodile Dundee 2 and um, go back to the prawn planet, and then the humans are then.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe know, they
1: bring some the back. under the underclasses.
0: So that's number four. You're welcome. Number, number four. Number three. <laughs> I've got attack the block. Oh yeah. So this is not the oh, first time Attack the Block's come up on in, in one of my uh, top fives or one of your top fives. No, you
1: you you chose it for a time displacement to the Victorian era. That's Euro, correct. Honestly. I
0: did. Two thousand and nine, directed by the great Joe Cornish, one of my man heroes. John Boyega, Jodie Whittaker, Nick Frost starred it. Um, there was talk of a of a, of a like a sequel, or I think Joe Cornish kind of fantasised about mm. you know uh, how this would evolve. And famously, I remember an interview he mentioned you know a scene where you could see jo, um, John Boyega's character. Riding a riot, a police riot horse, holding a samurai sword through the streets of London, right, right. as these aliens, you know, launched another attack on the city or whatever. Um, but yeah, the characters are fantastic, fantastic, and, and the just the storyline and the budget and everything just, you know, on paper, just oh, this, this, this would definitely work. Yes, and I think he's the best director to do it. Uh, he's a really, really good director, I believe, from what I've seen. I've seen one of his films and it was great and you've uh, probably seen, most, probably seen uh, well, uh, as a director I suppose he's a writer he's done Tintin yeah know he's fantastic uh, really underrated um, but yeah I'd love to see those characters again and those monsters are proper scary they were they interesting were as scary. well a real good creature feature you I know? need to watch that film again it's been ages it's brilliant it holds up long. today they had
1: glow in the dark teeth didn't they I would commission your first one commission your second one and commission
0: your third one Excellent. you're on a roll number two then film number two is Solo a Star Wars story it's an interesting thing you mentioned this one I watched this again last night
1: Mm. and I looked over to my wife like this (laughs) look at me Chris look at me I went this film is underrated Mm. and it's such a shame that it came out during a period of such malaise for Star Wars because the two offbeat uh, Star Wars films uh, we often talk about our
0: love of Rogue One Rogue One and this are better than the other films I believe they've got something about them which the a new sequels the only problem is after watching Fleabag is I can't <laughs> detach the two characters anymore yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is fantastic um, directed by Ron Howard famously there was obviously the, the director switch up uh, during switch that room film. Uh, 2018 with uh Aidan Erick and Rudy Harrelson and, and many other great great characters Obviously, obviously had a ma- an amazing it's cast great set pieces in the film as yeah. well well as you said this was
1: badly I didn't twice. even go to the cinema this is the only Star Wars film I never went to the cinema to see such was the malaise at the time oh no I saw it cause I'm a completionist I was just like Man, I'll wait
0: but well, I, you know what, I just couldn't get to it, to be fair. It's underrated, as you say. It was badly placed in terms of its release. It would have been fantastic to have it on a Christmas release, let the dust settle from um, The Last Jedi. Yeah, give it a year. Um, and yeah, it, it's, a, it's got quite a dark uh, palette to it. I think it could have been a bit lighter and a bit brighter. It's got it's some dark. unnecessary character depths, that's for sure. Yeah, and I mean, there's a little bit of fridging as well here and there with some of the characters that die without any real reason. Um Chewbacca's fantastic. He's one of my favorite characters and the and the the chemistry between, you know, the the uh, the new actor Alan and Daenerys. D- uh yeah, I was talking <laughs> about no between them and uh, him and Chewbacca oh, yes. on screen. He nails that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he um he made a very good hand selling. Yeah,
1: it's and, like it only took a couple of minutes before you were you were sold and um, and you
0: were believing that an elephant could fly. So wrong film. And and at the end, we do get like a real major setup to a sequel. Yeah, yeah. All the bits and pieces start falling into place. And there's, I don't know why. I don't know why. But um, apparently there is a hashtag that's been released uh, to try and get this movie off the ground, like um, make Solo two hashtag make Solo two. So not, not
1: cryptic, is it? I mean, that's pretty much all.
0: <coughs> Hopefully they'll come to their senses and make them they're really focusing now on from what I can tell from the last Star Wars celebration on uh, TV content now and moving away from the movies for a while after this kind of movie yeah. comes out The Mandalorian looks good and he's yeah. a great director yeah, yeah so that was number four number four which leaves me well with it was number two number two and working backwards again that's what I do I've got to mix it up <laughs> So number one, Flight of the Navigator. Ooh. 1986, uh directed by Randall Kleiser, starring Joey Kramer and a very young Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, watched this film recently with my kids and they enjoyed it. Uh, it doesn't really work. I mean nothing ever really sort of stands up when you watch it again 20, 25 years later. I remember wanted to fly that ship so bad. I loved it. It's got little creatures in it. In the uh, you know, uh, the character of Max, the robot inside the alien guy. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, the Beach Boys scene. Uh, well, the Beach Boys soundtrack scene when he's learning to fly it and everything else. Yeah. Um So my idea for a sequel for this one would just be that basically the alien guy comes back um, and he's maybe a little bit older or maybe he's not. It's just a couple of years down the line and he just goes on another adventure through space and time. With, with the Max guy and wow. loads of adventures they could have in that little alien craft
1: yeah. they could
0: go back in time they could go forward in time I mean the, the, the ship could do anything so it could um, it's just back, doesn't it? got loads of legs it could even be a fantastic TV series for kids like Quantum Leap for the new generation yeah so that's my top
1: 5 I liked all of them Less sold on your number 1 weirdly I was led with that one
0: Napoleon Dynamite no the other way round oh I see <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, look, I'm here... I'm going to I gonna put these in order. One, I'd least
1: like to see. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. Not Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Fly the Navigator. Fly the Navigator. Mm, oh, that's a tricky one after that. Then I'd go two, four, three, five. Napoleon Dynamite being the one I'd most like to see. see. Oh,
0: really? I think Attack the Block works best for me. Oh, then Solo. That's tricky. Um, and then yeah District 9 maybe and then Napoleon Dynamite In Flight of the Navigator but yeah I mean if any of those sequels came out tomorrow I would not be unhappy I'd be like pretty stoked because I'd want some cash as well so <laughs> it's, it'd be your turn next my turn are we are we going to do another top five <laughs> we can try <laughs> and I'm sure there's other top fives out there there's top fives so my challenge to you is this is a really geeky one you're going to love this it's top five computer games that have not had a film made about them
1: oh now i thought he's going to go with uh top five superheroes that haven't had their own film
0: no you're well you can do that one instead if you like <laughs> <laughs> um but they, they're bound to happen because basically once but after they're doing the, them all yeah um so yeah look at obviously, uh, computer games to movies are, ren- are renowned to be poor we've done they they don't, have one, they're, don't they're one
1: they're all poor
0: um, but so I want to hear what what you can come up with. And you're a gamer, or you were a gamer. I'm a gamer. A gamer yeah, I've you done, know about games. Chess, it. Scrabble, you name oh, it. Name it. Cribbage. Uh, yeah, is that a game? Backgammon. Mmm, beautiful. Uh, so it's it's <laughs> not bacon-based. Chris. No, Just this is your 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 game, isn't it? Oh yeah, this is a good one. I like this. Okay, so that's your I'm challenge. Good luck. Thanks. I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Uh. top five is uh, running away isn't it running away with us pretty much like the podcast i thought this would be clickbait and i was wrong
2: why? no one
1: clicks <laughs> i don't think we we, we we don't tease it enough we don't tease it enough we give the game away don't we but I just game. figure that if you want to hear why yeah we're not gonna I'm not gonna go oh number two you won't believe number two yeah i mean it's a difficult well, thing, thing this
0: time and you will seriously not believe don't look Sorry, I didn't see anything. Fucking hell. All right, it's a surprise. I didn't see anything. last top five was mine, so I did, like, sequels that never appeared or yes, not got yet. I like them. And I challenged you to your favourite thing, which is computer games, you know, and games. And games. You know, Scrabble and... Yeah. Tiddlywinks. <laughs> well, I love a tiddlywink. Um, but you... Top games. Top... Top oh.
1: five games to movie that haven't already been done. Done. Which... um initially i thought this is going to be a piece of piss i could give you 20. yeah but um the problem is is that a lot's been done already oh really a lots have been done so many computer game films but poorly i mean admittedly poorly is the problem here
0: yeah they're all they're all bad um Apart from detective pikachu which is getting a uh, good reviews is it right center yeah ryan reynolds take... can do no wrong at the moment can ryan reynolds no he's Who he would have thought he'd be the voice of pikachu tearing, tearing it up we yeah. digress um, so, yeah,
1: so um, I gave myself some guidelines. Um, one is that it, it couldn't be of something that's already been made into a film. Um, well, then, yeah. That <laughs> <was laughs> defeats the object. That would defeat way. the object. Um, secondly, is that it, it can't be inspired by film. Uh okay. Cause so, it- like the, so, that basically got rid of all of the Grand Theft Auto series, maybe Red Dead Redemption because mm-hmm. of the. Huh? Oh, I thought that was peak cinema. But yeah. it's, it's, it borrows so heavily from, from from already you know cinematic.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, and obviously there are so many hugely cinematic games that they almost don't need to be
0: converted. Um, the I won't give some of them away, but um, yeah. So it, it was trickier than I thought it was okay, going to be. Fair enough. Well, listen, you're the right person to do this challenge because this is right up your alley way. LA way. So hit me with it, bosh bosh
1: bosh So I'm going in at a start. Oof. Number five, and this is not in any no particular order. This is the fucking order, Chris. Oh, you're
0: not doing a me cop
1: out, me. Cop out me. Number five, Soul Caliber. Never heard of it. Oh, I have heard of this. This is a fighting one. Fighting one. So, um, Mortal Kombat. Done. Yep. Made into a film. Yeah, bad film. Street Fighter. Oof. How has that not been on the podcast? Uh, well, it might well be. Um, I think actually there's been two films. I think yes. Christian Crick was in, um, played chun in one. Kylie one. Minogue. Um, Tekken, I believe they made as a film as well, I think. Right. I seem to remember. Dead or Alive, they definitely made into a film. They've been done. They've been done poorly. Yeah. Soul Calibur is um, a fighting game, but very much like uh, Tekken before it. Um, it has a strong storyline arc threat, and it's about a cursed sword. Okay that, um, that has sort of Great power So it's, it's, it's tempting For people Okay So there's this uh, Like a A A collection Of sort of Twelve Thirteen or so Fighters Okay That bring themselves Together to compete And try and win this sword Or actually In an adventure mode Go through And defeat people As they meet each other Okay To um, uh, Get the sword But then eventually The sword corrupts The person that has it In any way Okay And so they turn into A corrupted version Of themselves Okay it just sounds like it would be a, a a blast, like a ring, like the ring, you know. It'd be like, yeah, yeah. It's like the ring from Lord of the Rings. It's yeah. like, oh, I want it. I want it so bad. And then, oh, and then you go, oh, weevil.
0: Yeah. Okay, sounds good. And so, what kind of characters are they? What are they? Could... So you got uh, a knight. Yeah.
1: You've got uh golden nunchucks. Yeah. You got a samurai-looking guy. Yeah. You got uh, a ninja woman. Oh. Yeah. You got like a, a Greek fighting ninja woman uh, Greek fighting woman yeah uh, you got this weird guy with like knifey hands that's all weird but like, looks like a Venetian um, blind masquerade
0: mask kind of thing uh-huh. um, so yeah. lots of different characters oh, plethora <laughs> I mean this is the thing with these beat-em-up is that beat-em-up is it what they call them is the genre
1: up. yeah
0: they they oh, were I remember going to play uh, Street Fighter Two in the arcades in Poole, Dorset. Ooh. I used to put my twenty p in to get another credit. Oh, bosh, bosh, bosh! Me and my brother. Six used to... buttons. Yeah, it was amazing. That <laughs> kicked off big time, didn't it? It's that... like,
1: what the fuck is that?
0: Why are there six buttons? There's more buttons than there is controllers. Yeah, yeah. It Street was... Fighter Two is amazing. You just mash, mash, mash. Was that it? they? Yeah, that they murdered that film twice. Yes. Yeah. But this is
1: their chance to get it right. To mm-hmm. get it right, color caliber right. the film.
0: Yeah, I, I, like, I like it. It sounds interesting.
1: Colour me intrigue. <laughs> okay. Right, number four. Number four. I am denied about this one a lot, and I just literally, before the, the thing here, tried to do another research to try and get rid of this one off my list, because I'm not sure it really belongs. Right. But maybe it does, but maybe it doesn't, but maybe it does. But maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. Metal Gear Solid Two, Oh. Sons of Liberty. It's kind of the first. It's, it's a massive game for the PlayStation generation. Um, the first kind of stealth, first massively popular stealth game with uh, and but with huge, huge story in this. This, why, is, this why? is why I didn't want it in there because it's got huge story and it's almost pointless to make this
0: into a film. Why wouldn't you choose Metal Gear Solid? the first one because that was just on a NES and it was oh you mean the one the PlayStation 1 game yeah well I agree Snake
1: Snake Snake Snake, snake. snake. Innovative gameplay as well like uh, the, the time of the middle the guy you had to plug in the other controller control Snake that way so you wouldn't know what you was doing um, uh, the key to one of the well, puzzles back. was on the back of the case and stuff.
0: And you would be hunting around to try and find a CD <sighs> case. Yeah. Until someone said, it's actually on the back of the CD case. Yeah. I still didn't get it. What CD what case? What are you talking about? No, the CD case that the disc comes in. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was a, a real... Yeah. Uh, the thing is, that game was one of the games that I played and played and played to, to get it perfect. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think I've... I've not done that with many many games when I was able to play games. I remember a bit in it where... Um,
1: to get a sniper shot of someone, you have to sit in a
0: box covered in wolf's piss. That's right. Neck in tranquilizers. Yeah, <laughs> you basically have to yeah drug yourself to stop shaking and get the right shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whilst covered in, tr- and then you can get addicted to them. Yeah, that's it's, right. It
1: was brilliant. It was amazing, and but the thing is, and it's an important thing in all of my films' uh, choices here is that the thing to do and the thing that we have to do is that don't do that nodding fucking thing to the game oh, nod nod. So if they made Metal Gear Solid film, I don't really want to see him in a piss covered cardboard box. At no, any point. no, no. But they, they need unless to- it's unless it's relevant and it's it, unless it's baked into a scene like actually important rather than just. Like, um, they made Doom into a fucking film. Um,
0: yeah, and they did the whole first person. And they had, person. like, the,
1: the big fucking gun thing and the first person situation, and it was horrendous. It's just, don't do that. If you're making the game, the film of a game, take the essence of that mm. and film it like it would a normal film. Don't just drop shit in there to try
0: and fanboy it. Well, the villains are good in this this, film as well, uh, this game as well, aren't they? Because you've got that ninjury guy and... Uh
1: Oh, it'd be amazing.
0: Disappearing. Yeah, no, a good choice. and uh,
1: Yeah. Great. But yeah, so I'm the nerd because, again, it's, it's very cinematic, but then I think all the ones I picked are, to be fair. Great choice. Thanks. <laughs> Number three. Number three. Mass Effect. I know you're a big fan. Oh.
0: Well, this, would, this is a good choice because some would say that this is unadaptable. Some would say this is unadaptable but why why just because it's an interesting universe
1: and again we've got an interesting well very interesting series of uh, protagonists it's not just you haven't just got a big bad you've got is the big bad a big bad or is the other thing a big bad yeah is there other big bads out there yeah yeah. Um,
0: huge array of characters yeah Um, Well, it's a space opera, isn't it? I mean, there's so much going on. And one of the um, sort of key,
1: not key points, but one of the sort of interesting and talking points of the game is the fact that you could actually, alongside the story, you could form a relationship with several of the characters um so it just you know you, you can have a, this could be a proper lbgt film the, yeah, a, the yeah, yeah, yeah where the the sexuality was like undefined even you can even make the the actual sex of the main character completely androgynous mm-hmm. and leave them a, a
0: blank what? slate to place your own i've got a great idea what if this was a netflix choose your own adventure film
1: oh what like uh Bandersnatch.
0: Yeah, and they're cute. doing loads of other cartoons and things as well. The kids are into them at the yeah, moment. Yeah,
1: but I think then, in a way, you'd, you'd almost—it's almost too close to the game. Then. Right. Yeah.
0: I think. I think. Let someone direct it and mm. take you on a good story. Yeah, it's loads in there. It? It's loads in it. I love... the games were phenomenal, but they—they, they, I mean, they always. Always get backlash. I mean, the third game was notorious had a load of backlash from the players. But unfortunately, they recut the ending. Recut and did stuff. I mean, I agree with some of it, but it was a cracking game. And the new one isn't isn't as good. I I I borrowed a console from a friend to play it, but just didn't have the time to invest in it. But yeah, no, great choice, and you can see that on screen. The aliens are fantastic, and the races are fantastic, and there's so much depth. It's it's a cross between, you know, Deep Space Nine. Well, oh, any Star Trek, really, and and you know uh, about Star Galactica and yeah. Dune it, you and could have, I mean,
1: it could be a mini series, but I mean, let's start off with a
0: film. Let's get, yeah, it's get like it out that. there. Yeah, like um, a Serenity kind of thing. Yeah. Good choice, Matthew. Well done. Cheers, You're doing really Matthew. well here. Uh,
1: number two, but we're well, number two <laughs> and number one. were um ummed and ird, and um'd, Yeah. Ummed and um and um'd and, um'd and erd. Yeah. Dum-da-dum-da-nerd. But number two, Final Fantasy
0: VII. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. So so there
1: are a a, a million Final Fantasy um, games out there, but this one is the one that I played to absolute death uh, to the point that at the end I had a gold Chocobo. That wasn't fucking easy to get, I'll tell you (laughs) that, Chris. The amount of fucking gold Chocobo races I had to race and Chocobo breeding... It was insane. I wouldn't even
0: attempted to do that. It was too hardcore. It was hardcore. I bet you're one of those guys who kind of cast Nights of the Realm on repeat to see. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Did that?
0: <laughs> Bastard. I could only dream about reading that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, the
1: material that repeated the last spell you did and the other material as well that um, when you died you resurrected and then cast the last spell that you did. So you'd cast it twice um, and then the Tuck thing would out. hit you and then you'd come res and then cast it again. Yeah. You would go and make a cup of tea with that fucking thing started because it was lengthy.
0: Well I'm it, we've basically you've broken the you've broken a wall here in terms of nerd <laughs> nerdness. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we've never done we've never gone
1: so deep. We've never gone so nerd, I've gone full nerd. But um for anyone that's not out there, the the, the storyline is is for anyone a, who's not out there. There's plenty of people that are not out there. <laughs> <laughs> for and all the people not listening, <laughs> for all that, but, uh, as podcasts what, go, this is the. What I meant was for anyone that is not aware of Final Fantasy 7 So, the, most people are aware of the Final Fantasy series. If not, then it's just a fantasy series. Mm. Um, Final Fantasy 7 is kind of set in this magical world which is kind of half technology, mm. half um, magic, um, and follows the story of a, a young uh, young soldier called Cloud that um, has kind of got some memory loss issues Mm. um, and is drawn into like a rebellion against his former employers um, the Shinra Corporation I want to say and then has meets this myriad of characters um, and and then there's there's this big big bad guy uh, Sarov and uh, yeah it's just epic in storyline and it's one of the first games I played and felt things whilst playing. Not those things, Chris. You dirty minded bastard. I
0: know. Um, but like, there's yeah. You know, it's it's just such the a death, strong story. When the deaths happen, when like some of the main characters, some of your buddy characters, when they actually <sighs> yeah, Game die. of
1: Thrones can shit the bed because yeah, yeah. this one. This this started off of killing the bad the, the people that you never
0: expected to die. Yeah, it's a great game. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's. I first bought a PlayStation, and I, this is one of the games that I thought I'll never get into <laughs> this. It's <laughs> yeah, too much.
1: Too, there's too much. It, and then you end up bad. just
0: getting really, yeah, unbelievably geeky. My, about My
1: issue um, is, that I think it's almost unfilmable because so many people have such. And the things is, it has that um, retro thing where in your mind. The graphics and the story and the things that you saw are mostly uh, filled in by your imagination because
0: imagination, it's very basic, isn't it? In terms of what we see now, it's very pix, yeah. not pixelated yeah, polygons, like squares yeah, nice yeah. but brilliant and loads of nice, cool fighting and well, and the, fighting. The, and the world that it's in is just incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like something like some. It's got fifties retroy kind of looking zeppelins and cross between you know steam engines and then you've got spaceships and floating ships and yeah. and in magic dogs and stuff yeah it's amazing good choice thanks
1: mate and uh, number one um, is Half-Life 1 and 2
0: I've never played these games but these are big PC games weren't they Uh, yeah it was scary aren't they it was uh,
1: I don't know how scary just really really involving it was um, before this I'd only ever played kind of like find the bad guy, shoot the bad guy kind of first person shooters, And then Half-Life come about and for like the first 15 minutes or so of the game, you've got nothing. And you're just running around this, um, this lab which is exploding and yeah. falling apart. And like you see sort of like um, these aliens appear um, and they start shooting at you and stuff and then eventually find a uh, crowbar, which is sort of like uh, the iconic weapon of the of the, of the series but um, the story and the, again the world that this exists in is, is amazing so it starts on Half-Life 1 with this alien invasion and then by Half-Life 2 you've got like the the alien invasion that has actually completed and they're kind of in control and you're in and amongst the rebellion and stuff oh okay and there's several amazing set pieces and uh, this anti-grav gun and things oh I've heard about the anti-grav gun um, and well, you know it formed like portal and stuff and it was just such an Important game, you know. The uh, Half-Life Three um, rumors uh, are, are are weekly. Um, no, they're still talking, they're still talking about it. It's like, oh, maybe this year it'll be Half-Life um, Three. It probably never happened, but it's. In, I think it's interesting. I put this one number one above the other one because of the rest. Because um, in terms of storyline and beats, it doesn't really share itself too much with what's. Out there already. Yeah, it's um, unique. And yeah, and you could um happily make a, a trilogy of films on this. You could do do a Game of Thrones to go past the source material, which is the good mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So Game of Thrones, you know, obviously when Jon Snow got stabbed, spoiler alert, back in season whatever the fuck it was, that was the end of the books. And then they had to then oh, write yeah. there on yeah. afterwards. They had to write themselves out of that shit. So Half Life could literally make a trilogy of films. One following the plot of one, two following roughly the plot of two, and three go for your fucking, go for your guns, mate. It's just, that's huge. That's all on use.
0: What a great top five.
1: Mate, I want to watch all those films now.